0: Hi everyone and welcome to Wholeness with Hannah, a podcast to remind you that your personal whole is the only goal. Feeling whole and aligned can mean totally different things to different people. Give yourself permission to love what you love, feel what you feel and believe that you deserve everything that you want just because you want it. Me and my guests discuss all things mental, physical, spiritual and financial health alongside tools, practices and concepts that can help to enhance the everyday experience of life. I can't promise that we won't go a little off topic at times because I warn you now, I'm a bit of a talker, but I hope this podcast leaves you a little more equipped than it found you. Nobody else is you, and that is your power. Now let's get into this week's episode. Hello everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Wholeness with Hannah. This week, I've got a very special guest, Katie Brindle. Katie has been a Chinese medicine practitioner since 2002, after she graduated from the UK's Integrated College of Chinese Medicine. She spent over 20 years practicing and experiencing the unequivocal power of Chinese medicine and knows firsthand that the answer to so many of our emotional, physical, and spiritual afflictions can be alleviated through simple self-managed practices. Katie has a highly successful beauty and well-being business, Heyu, and also offers free health and well-being guides. She has a healing circle and membership and provides bespoke Barzy readings. Katie is regularly featured in Global Press and was most recently featured on This Morning, as well as in The Mail on Sunday, Hello Magazine, The Times, The Telegraph, Vogue International, The Cut and Forbes. I had a Barzy reading with Katie a few months ago and it was so eye-opening and kind of just blew my mind and I wanted to get Katie on the pod today to let everyone know about these wise, fun and incredibly useful tools to help us unlock our own personal power. So welcome to the pod Katie. Thank you so much, it's so nice to be here. Great to have you. So uh, if you wouldn't mind, could you start by telling us a bit about yourself and how you got here today? I know that's a big question but...
1: Go for it. I'm really good at answering that question. Um, So once upon a time, I was going to be an opera singer. That's what I wanted to do. And then had this car accident when I was in my early 20s. And the car accident really messed up my vocal cords. So that was the end of my singing and also really damaged my neck. Um, so I was then really de- um, debilitated and couldn't really work, couldn't really do anything. So it's a bit of a sort of crash of my life. Slowly but surely sort of managed to get myself into a job. I ended up working in marketing wasn't happy and then sort of had a sort of life epiphany at 28 where I just thought I'm not living my life this isn't my truth this isn't what I want I'm miserable I didn't know then what I know now and society then doesn't know what it knew now so um, working in in preventative health didn't exist Um, self-care didn't exist like this wave of interest in what I now do didn't exist so basically um, I just threw my life in and retrained as a masseuse um, and as a result, then set up my own business running, basically going to people's offices and houses, doing treatments, um, which then slowly, but surely led me into further education into this field. It was like, it was a door into this world. And from where there, I then went on and learnt reflexology. I qualified as a psychic, um, and finally went on to qualify as a Chinese, uh, as a Chinese doctor. Amazing. Wow. What a career, what a life
0: path okay so can we start with the chinese medicine element then can you explain what how chinese medicine differs from western medicine just for people that don't know maybe
1: yes well um um, eastern medicine of which chinese medicine is a part very much works on the body holistically so the, one of the main comparisons is that in the west if you see the doctor they will drill it down to its component part and then off you go to a consultant who specializes in that bit of the body whereas in chinese medicine you understand the whole you look at the whole and western medicine tends to sort of smother the smother the problem it doesn't necessarily answer the key question as to why do i have what why do i have this And then what do I do about it? And the emphasis in Western medicine is very much about they they fix it for you. Um, Now that's changing, um, but I would say 10, 15 years ago, Most doctors would just recommend very basic lifestyle advice, sort of very basic, sort of you know, very rudimentary. Whereas the reality with Eastern medicine is that the lifestyle advice is really, really comprehensive. Um, and that's why it's called yang sheng, which means nurture life. And it's a huge, great aspect of of, um, Chinese medicine, which I then ended up specializing in. It's what actually interested me the most, and from which, once I'd done all this qualifying and all this practice and working in clinics. Um, ultimately, that was when I had this Eureka moment where I thought, actually, I need to put Chinese medicine back to where it actually sits, which is prevention. And that's what people know about it. When you talk to people about Chinese medicine, they sort of say, isn't it true that Chinese doctors had to keep you healthy? And then if they didn't, you'd have to pay them. And people sort of know that. And you think, well, we do treat, obviously. Um, I don't I use the word cure very I don't use it because you shouldn't. It's not a very good idea, especially in the West. But the best place for Chinese medicine to start is in prevention. And interestingly, that is where society is now moving to. It is now in the 21st century becoming much more mainstream preventing illness, which is where Chinese medicine was all along. So
0: I always think of it as, I mean, I've only had a few experiences with it. I've had acupuncture and then I had my reading with you. And we spoke about how emotional problems can show up in our bodies and how we can fix like through the organs and having a yin or yang deficiency somewhere can you explain that a little bit
1: yes so the way um that this eastern medicine works i've sort of distilled it down into sort of three basic things now that's just to make it achievable to start so when i set about writing my book Um, It's not like there's not loads of books out there on Chinese medicine, there are. But what I felt at the time was that there wasn't an introduction. There wasn't a book that a a layman could just pick up and go, ah, and then by the end of it sort of understand. So that was what took me to writing that book. And in so doing, I sort of just broke it down into sort of three key things you need to know about your health. Um, One, the circulation of energy and blood needs to move freely around your body. Circulation is key. That's the first thing you need to know. And all diseases are rooted in that not happening. Okay, that's the first thing. Secondly, the body needs to purge and nourish. It needs to release what no longer serves and bring in new fresh energy frequency via breath, intention and food and drink. Finally, the organs need to be working well and efficiently. And if they don't, you will start to feel symptoms. And those are the three key things that we need to be aware of. Most people don't know that. So that's a good start, just to know that when you explain the first two, most people nod their heads and go, actually, that kind of makes sense, actually. Yeah, because that's the concept of going to the gym or doing yoga or eating five a day or doing ice water therapy or whatever it is. But keeping the organs healthy beyond the heart, not really, not really. Whereas Eastern medicine gives you on the basis of that fundamental understanding of how the body works. Then you've got your building blocks and then you can start to really understand self-care.
0: Yeah, I love that.
1: So for example, I got told that
0: I had a kidney yang deficiency, potentially, this was back in maybe January of this year, because I think the symptoms were that I'm always cold, mm. um, I need loads of sleep, and things like that. So can you explain the difference between the yin, the yin and the yang as well? And, yeah. and what that so what would a kidney yang deficiency look like or mean?
1: so um the first thing is let's just get yin and yang sorted out so yin and yang is the basic concept as to how i mean people know what that looks like that's a really famous symbol um for anyone listening who doesn't it's basically a big circle with a sort of swirl down the middle, but treat it like a straight line if you need if you need to, and it's black on one side and white on the other, and it's got a little dot of the opposite color in each. That's basically, that, that should ring a bell. Now, what does that mean? It means that the world is divided into a sort of duality. You have the oneness and the whole and the uniqueness of everything and integration, which is where we're all going back, that source energy, that's what we're going back to. Um, but that is then divided into the North South Pole, um, which then in, are in relationship to each other. Yang energy going up and yin energy coming down. Yang being action, masculine, uh, dynamic, daytime energy, and yin being feminine, nighttime, quiet energy frequency. You also then have a very interesting concept when you're working with Qigong, which is energy practice, which is what I teach, is that you have yang frequencies which are visible because they are work or should we say they pass slower than the speed of light, so you see them. And the world is full of evidence of Yang energy. We are just coming out of this age of Yang. It's moving very quickly to the yin frequencies, which are what I call as yin visible. They move so fast, you can't see them. And yet they're there. Now, that's proved quite a problem for humanity for the past few thousand years. But luckily, since the invention of Wi-Fi, it's quite easy to explain because then you can start to explain the body like a mobile phone and go, well, your mobile phone effectively works off invisible frequencies. They're not, you can't see them. But boy, oh boy, they're there. Because if you've ever lost your mobile phone for five minutes, you'll be just you feel completely bereft. Mm-hmm. So yeah. <laughs> she says, very unholistically, but it's true. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. so the concept, if we then relate that now to your kidneys, is that the kidneys are an organ in the body which are responsible for um, the reproductive system, for your memory, for your bones, for your, uh, for the energy of the body. They've got a huge, great relationship to the warmth of the body. Um, and if the and the kidneys are also very much responsible for this seven-year cycle of life. For the aging process, so um, and for feeling tired, and the yin energy is nighttime, yang energy is daytime. Kidneys are very much an organ that relate to the nighttime, even though their energies in the afternoon. Kidney time is very much considered connected to sleep and the sleep process. So, if you're lacking in kidney yang, it means that that whole sort of yang dynamic force, which is action, movement, warmth, vibration, vitality, which is yang, relating to the kidneys. Um, which is all about energy, aging, brain function, bones, hair, uh, fertility. If that yang energy isn't kind of thrusting through, then you're going to start to feel deficient. And then you won't feel vital. Your reproductive system may well get compromised. You won't feel warm. You will feel tired. And so that's why we call it kidney yang deficiency.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Because I was told to always eat hot food, never have cold drinks, never have cold food, always make sure I'm having a hot breakfast as soon as I wake up. And it was kind of these kind of things that sound,
1: you know, little, but they made a difference. Well, that's Yangsheng. So yes. this is the thing, the whole concept of Yangsheng Nurture Life, which is kind of my, that's my sort of area of specialization, although I'm a bit of an everything, I'm a sort of everything person, but I just love it. I'm obsessed with it also, it's like constantly everything. But um, Yangsheng is very much about nurture life. And the idea of nurturing life is it's not some mega deal. It's just the sort of wisdom that's now as part of the whole sort of hangover of the sort of the, the, the patriarchy that we're coming out of now has been pejoratized into old wives tales. Oh, it's just some old wives tales. It's like, no, it's not. That's female wisdom. And that is wisdom that keeps us alive. Now with Western medicine, it ceased to keep us alive because we didn't need to. We've got central heating, we've got good medical systems, we've got an NHS, we've got free hospitals, we've got free medical care, so for all of that um it enabled the whole of society during the 20th century to age much more the life expectancy went from 45 to about 79 which i think is where it is now um you know people are living to ripe old ages and they get free health that is a privilege so some of this stuff has sort of fallen by the wayside because it seemed as sort of irrelevant and silly and old wives tales but it's having a renaissance right now because of course the health service can't cope I mean, I'm not making a political statement there. You only have to read the news and that is indeed true. And you listen to the doctors and nurses saying that they're overwhelmed, they're overworked, they're under there's too much pressure on them. And we are now needing to start taking back this wisdom and heritage because the best thing that we could possibly do for our healthcare system is to not need it. And if 25% of the population simply didn't need it because they were looking after themselves very well in the first place, think of what that would do to the yeah, health. That's amazing. Yeah, think about how much money would be saved, how much happier the doctors and nurses would be, the better level of care available to the people that still did need it. And I can speak certainly for my own family. We simply don't go to the doctors. We don't I'm not I'm not making a political statement. We simply don't need to go. We don't need to go. Because you follow this, you know, the prevent prevention rather than I keep yeah. myself healthy and you yeah. follow the angle of like our teeth, we all brush our teeth. Yes, we all go to the dentist, of course, but we brush our teeth so that things like plaque can't build up and then turn into low level signs and symptoms, which are often then captured by the hygienist so that these big issues don't then get a foothold in the body like, I don't know, some kind of whatever it's gonna be. You don't need new canal treatment because you brushed your teeth properly in the first place. And dentistry is a really good comparison because you only need to scratch back a hundred years to look at people's teeth versus now to see that with a whole nation of people brushing their teeth pretty much every single day, twice a day religiously, look what's happened. Uh, we expect to keep our teeth for our whole life
0: yes i mean that's a great point um yeah okay interesting so moving on to your healing circle membership and things you do there can you tell us a bit about that because actually i joined your instagram live this morning and i was jiggling in front of my mirror no,
1: oh, were you doing that
0: yeah, <laughs> that was great <laughs> yeah yes. honestly I was before I was getting ready for work and I was thinking if anyone could see me now but I was it's great it does work
1: well that's what makes me laugh whenever when you say that in the privacy of your brain, I'm on Instagram for good yeah that. I know first thing in the border oh god anyway um so the idea of the healing circle is that that came about as sort of part of the paid kind of content that I offer and now mm-hmm. um, I offer a huge amount for free like you vast, do yeah vast amounts for free we do the free lives on a Tuesday and Thursday morning, that's always the place to start because this is often new news for many people. I mean, this is ancient stuff, but it's new to us. So Mm -hmm. it's important for people to start having trust and faith and belief in what you're talking about. Otherwise it's like, oh, who's this now? You know, some latest self-care guru that self-acclaimed himself. It's like, well, no, because actually I didn't self-acclaim myself. (laughs) Hello acclaimed me, which is quite nice. Um, (laughs) So, um, you know, they did Healer to the Stars. Oh, I'll catch that one. Thank you very much. Healer to the Stars. Yeah, that's cool. So that's what I call myself now. I'm like, well, that's what they said. So there we go. Yeah. Um. So uh, the idea is to do that for free. And then the, the next level in is that there are loads of fact sheets and information on the website, which is also free. Because the idea is that not everyone can afford to pay for things. And so you need to support people as much as you possibly can. No, with, totally. Yeah, as much as you can give. But then after that, there is this group, which is called the Healing Circle, which is a subscription each month. Um, and that's, again, very generous. So within that... There's two aspects of it the first one is the the kind of the mind work and that's where we all sit down basically and once a week uh, once every other week so it's every other thursday we do an hour together and i pick up on the energy frequency of what's going on in the world outside where we are in the seasons you've got seasonal nodes you've got months of the year you've got energy frequencies coming in and changing every two hours on a 60-year rotation it's quite amazing when you start to study it Um, so we work into that energy and i use healing meditations to basically visualize um, the this energy frequency coming into your body and healing your body. I'm using it as a technique to, he, to self-heal um, and using the group energy frequency to achieve that aim as well. And then every other week when you don't have the live class, you get a, um, a really comprehensive email, which is basically doing the same thing and giving you a beautiful ritual, which you can then practice for yourself and advice on what you should be journaling at that moment so that you're permanently healing by hooking into the energy frequencies of the world outside. Um, adding to that, um, as of the 5th of October, is um, the movement medicine, okay, or healing movement, as I like to call it, uh, which is my movement classes, um, which is very similar to what I'm doing for free on social media, obviously, much more profound and just in a much more sort of private space and longer classes. And that's really, that's what we're doing. So it's all about moving the energy around your body as well, isn't it? Mm. Kind of what
0: you do on Instagram, and what's do you call it the tapper? Yes, is it the tapper? Yeah, and you kind of just kind of whack that all over your body, and it just gets everything moving. And I mean, I don't have a tapper, but I did use my hands when you you were like just use your hands. If not, if you don't have a tapper, and it's
1: amazing, it makes you feel so good. Yes, it's literally like a milk frother is kind of. When you tap the body and if you're doing this at home, you know, just use a loosely clenched fist or a cupped hand or even your fingertips if you're feeling a bit fragile and you will start to feel if you bounce the energy, it starts to froth like milk, it literally just starts frothing up and it gives you um, a sensation of effervescence, that's exactly what it does, it's an effervescent feeling and it's really lovely and it's incredibly good for you
0: yeah and i love the idea of the circle where you know using basically anywhere women can come together i love anyway but um and using the collective energy that's really cool absolutely yeah. Okay, so let's move on to Barsi readings, because I didn't know what this was until I came across it with you. I think I'd actually seen that Fern Cotton had had one with you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I can't remember where I saw it. It was on a website. But yeah, okay, can we talk a bit about them? Because I was amazed. And I thought it was so cool. So can you tell us what is a Barsi reading?
1: Yes, well, Barsi means eight characters. Bar is eight and Z is character. And basically, it's, it's, the, it's the blueprint of your soul it's it's that's what it is and it gives you the opportunity to read your pattern because effectively you're like a snowflake or a kaleidoscope you're coming in with a specific pattern and that pattern reveals the blueprint of your soul it's what you're here to do it's your mandate it's why you're here and it will effectively answer two fundamental questions which is what we need to answer which is why and what right, why have I got what I've got and what do I need to do about it in order to fix it? And it often will also answer the sort of the why me, why this, why now question, which we all get. Because most of us are refugees from the 20th century and we've been fed a whole load of lies and they were lies and I'm going to say so and shout that one out because we were told that if you're beautiful enough or rich enough, you could buy your way out or glamorize your way out of the issues of life and somehow sidestep them because the marketing men of the 1950s onwards got hold of that concept and sold it to us Um, as part of the heritage of the world. And it's simply not true. And that's one of the reasons we have so much mental health now because people are starting to wake up that this is indeed a lie and as my father always said to me said money doesn't make you happy it just brings a better class of misery. And he's right. Yeah, I heard that my, one. My poor dad, growing up in a house full of women, didn't get much chance to get a word in. But he said the old thing, and things like that were really helpful. And he's absolutely right. And the truth, which is what we're waking up to now, is okay. Yeah, I mean, you know, money does take the edge off, absolutely. But yeah, slave totally. to the extent does it? Do, do these super billionaires? I mean, arguably, just watch Succession. I mean, there's the life of a super billionaire. How happy are they? Uh, not really. So you know, at the end of the day, the reality is is that what we're looking to understand is. The meaning of our blueprint. Why are we here in Earth uh, School? What are we here to achieve? What are the lessons that we need to, to learn? And wh- what is life teaching us? What are our difficulties and adversities? showing us and revealing to us, rather than seeing them as something negative or something awful or something to be avoided or something that we need to be pitted for. And I'm not saying we shouldn't be compassionate because my gosh, we've all been through the ringer, but we do need to appreciate that actually adversity is our greatest teacher and actually our greatest healing tool. And the Bazi will help you navigate that. It's a tool to help you understand your life and to ultimately unlock it and to ultimately enlighten, which is really what this is all about. So it's the idea that when
0: we're born, we we have a soul path. Is that correct? Is that kind of where it comes from? So you've got these things throughout your life, and these things that you come up with in these Basi reading is kind of how you're living up to your personal potential, what was meant for you, and the paths that you could take for your kind of highest good. Mm, it's
1: basically think of it like a hand of cards. Mm-hmm. So you're playing 10-card Rami with your mates. Okay, so you get given a hand. That's your hand. Your barsi is your hand. Now Those of us would believe that that is a co-collaborative process, and that hand is chosen. It's an active choice. Now that all takes me into slight territory, which is probably not today the right time to talk about it, so I will refer to that as an opinion. And a belief system which you may or may not choose to agree with, and that's absolutely fine. But that's yes. how we look at it, which is it is a co-collaborative process, and it is indeed your hand. Now, it is your hand. Whether you, whether you agree with the co-collaboration bit, that's, that's entirely your personal belief. But it is a hand. And the trick, if you ask any card player, is it's how you play your hand. You have free choice. And any card player will tell you that if you're good at cards, you can still win with a bad hand you just have to play it well. Now, that makes it very difficult when the rule book had slightly got lost in the midst of time, which in my belief system, it had. We'd all got a bit lost along the way. And you sort of went into the second half of the 20th century, born in Northern Europe, and you might feel a bit bit lost, kind of what, trying to work out what the spiritual truth was and what the meaning of all of this was. It was all a bit confusing and not helped by the fact there was a lot of lies out there telling us things which were simply not true, because it helped certain people to maintain power whoever they were but the reality is now is that we're waking up to the truth and that the truth is now for us to know and we do have the rule book and we can navigate it and the bar z gives you absolute certainty on how to play your hand
0: yeah no i love that it's kind of like you don't have the right to the cards you think you should have been dealt but you do have the right to play the the shit out of the ones you have been dealt kind of thing yeah and you can yeah
1: everything is true and everything offers wisdom and the greater the adversity the more opportunity to learn and ascend and ultimately enlighten there are now again we go now into you know belief systems so this Mm -hmm. is an opinion and this is just a system of belief and it's free choice now for people to decide if they like it or not and if they want to follow it or not but my opinion is that the having done all this work is that the reality for life is that what we're looking to do is to enlighten that's what we do we're to enlighten and we're here to purify and refine our souls because our souls are energy and energy doesn't die it changes form that is a that's a fact that is a fact that's not a belief that's true that's just okay yeah if energy doesn't die and changes form and the soul is energy then we are here to refine that process in order to enlighten because it gets finer and purer as it as it releases the low level frequencies that hold it down and that the concept is is that you are embodied in this physical body for a, a duration of time and in this moment in time we, that tends to be quite long for most people so it's not like you're just going to be here for 15 years and then you die and you come back in again this time you've got easily 80 years which means it's really important to understand the rules of the game otherwise you could find yourself feeling quite unhappy
0: yeah you want to live your best life it's a, it's a tool to kind of unleash your power isn't it <laughs> um so how does it work then does, is it the date of your date of birth your time of birth that you need from someone if, you, if they ask for a reading
1: you need your date of birth whichever date one of birth. there's yeah. a couple of people I've actually met who don't actually have their date of birth at all so that 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 we can still work it out though um so even without even a date of birth we do it from life events and we can work it back which is quite helpful um and ideally you want the time but if you don't have it we can work that out as well so that's also quite helpful there's only one person we couldn't work out their time it was two options we had to we could did it we could get it down to two which was also helpful for an astrology reading because we could work it out if you can get it down to two time zones then it's quite easy to fine-tune and go well it might be this it might be that and then you can kind of take your pick <laughs> but other than that we can work it out and it's extremely accurate yeah
0: so then what kind of things do you take someone through? Because I remember... So you go through the elements, right? So wood, metal, if I'm remembering correctly, uh, which I fire, think, yeah. yeah. Um, and you kind of told your sole purpose. And mine was actually wisdom, that I should be spreading wisdom. And I had actually just thought about starting a podcast when we had it. So that was quite cool. But um, can you talk us a bit through what the elements mean? And and how, you know, they're put in our chart. And does that mean at this point in your life, you'll experience more of this, for example? Mm. So, okay
1: so it's it's like a really sophisticated it's like a rolex watch going on up there that's kind of how i would describe it and you have space and time and space is divided into five elemental forces which are which are created out of the interaction between yin and yang Mm-hmm. north and south yin and yang are constantly moving within and out of each other in all sorts of dynamic forces all to do with where the world how the world turns itself around and where it is in space and the galaxies and that, 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 that. but basically yin and yang interrelate and as they interrelate and push pull against each other like two little magnets basically constantly dancing um, and one will become stronger than the other and then they'll balance and then blah, 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 blah. and that's shown by the seasons Uh, Speaking to you right now, we are in the uh, just gone out of the autumn equinox so now yin is becoming stronger, just purely out of the time of year and its relationship to the sun. Um, That in turn creates five vibrational frequencies, um, which in turn fold into the seasons. Okay, and they also relate to the planets and they relate to everything. And so they are fire, earth, metal, water and wood. They in turn subdivide into yin and yang themselves, which creates the power of 10. And that's what that is, it's the power of 10 by orbiting itself around in the power of 10. Um, Underneath that, you also have the power of 12. And the power of 12 relates itself into two-hour windows of time which is where the energy moves around the body, creating 24 hours, because two times 12 equals 24. Um, you've also got the power of 12 relating to the months of the year, which relate in turn to the Chinese zodiac, which are all the different animals. Right. So you have year of the dragon, you have the dog, you have the chicken, you have this that, and the other. So the reality is, is that you've got this kind of, it's a beautiful dance and it's going like a Rolex watch thing like that. But you've got effectively the power of 10 sitting over the power of 12, which immediately means there's a gap because 10 over 12 means it's not it's not perfect symmetry, which means it changes. And that's what makes it exciting, which turns into when you've worked out the algorithm, which is quite easy to work out, you can just Google it. Um, you will end up with energy moving every two hours. It shifts over a 60 year cycle. Wow. wow. That's a lot. Yeah. I know. I know, which means when I do energy of the day on my website, oh. uh, on my Instagram, um, that's what that means every day. Um, energy shifts every day and every day you're not going to get that day repeated for another 60 years that's how absolutely and that doesn't even take into account moon cycles super blue moons and all this other stuff going on so when you suddenly understand this you suddenly just your eyes open and you just realize that the way that we tell time and the way that we understand the world is so rudimentary it's been so simplified it's fine but there is a much more complex lunar calendar going on out there, which is way more interesting, way more aligned to the right brain people, far more connected to the moon frequencies um, and, the, and the divine feminine that comes off the side of it, which gives you an opportunity to heal and to understand. Um, So that's really how the Barsi works. You're then taking your time of birth and date of mm. birth and you're imposing that into that cycle. So it gives you a, a capture of time at that window within that two hour moment of your first breath is when you connected your soul engaged with the world out there and went, <gasps> like that and inhaled yeah. it it was like that's the start that's your first breath um within that so it's like a game of cards it is like a hand of cards so you're given four positions which is our date month and year which relates mm-hmm. to aspects of you uh which are divided in turn into elements and uh, zodiac animals it's a bit more complicated that making it slightly simpler yeah 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 sounding quite complicated. There's another layer of complex. Let's just leave it like that for now. So that gives you eight positions. That's your basic eight. That's your basic hand. That's your birth hand. That's like eight card Rummy. That's your starter hand. Now, what to add to that though, to make it even more interesting is that every year you get another hand because when the new year comes in, that's another frequency. So for example, this year is a yin water um, rabbit. So there's two extra cards. So your basic hand of eight, add in two cards. And then every year, that changes so that changes the whole hand it's like picking up cards in a game it changes the frequency of the hand suddenly you've got something else and it impacts your basic hand and with that that then instigates a 10-year cycle which we call the wheel of fortune so within that there is another cycle where we can read the chart and that changes you in 10-year cycles and that 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 two cards impact everything as well. And that's what the wheel of fortune is in people's lives, which is when am I lucky? When am I unlucky? Those words are tricky. They've been not brilliantly translated because we don't want to be looking for, well, I mean, I guess everyone does want an easy life, but actually the truth is that the bar Z is helping you navigate adversity which is often when people come to me because it's why me? Why this? Why now? Why is this? This is so unfair. Poor old me. And I understand that. Me too. I've had the poor old me's too. But the reality is when you look at the chart, you go, oh, hang on a minute. There's learnings to be, there's wisdom to be made here. There's truth to be unearthed. There's, a, there's a, an earth school class that needs passing here. Here's your test. Here's the opportunity to enlighten. We tend to enlighten out of adversity. Yeah, so can to, can you tell someone then if they have
0: the really in-depth reading with you, can you tell them when things are going to happen in their life, when they're going to be faced with certain things
1: and kind of what they should do? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, I imagine that, yes, yes that's... Uh, to expand
1: yes. slightly, otherwise I sound monosyllabic, although that, <laughs> I haven't been called that ever. Um, yes, you can tell when they're, they're likely to marry, pregnancies. Um, now, you have free will. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, It's good to caveat with that. because You have free will. You don't have to do anything. And I'm not asking anyone to come and book in with me and have a session. You don't. Right. You have free will. And um, with the information that I give out for free, you've got a lot of opportunity to see ultimately, even if you don't know the ins and outs of yourself, you can, you can sort of get the memo and go, hang on a minute. I'm feeling like this. I'm feeling like that. Mm, This is interesting. But, and it will help you nonetheless. But the, the idea of the chart is it will really answer questions. And you can ask the child questions like I say this to people when they come in. What do you want to know? What do you want? What's the question? Am I going to get married? Am I going to get a baby? What about my career? Or often ladies in their what we call the second spring, which is the menopausal time, which is in our in our medicine, a very positive sign. Let's not go there for now, but it is. Um, And often you find ladies at that point coming to me going, "Okay, I'm kind of stuck. I'm bored. I'm fed up. I'm you know even if i haven't got menopause symptoms which often i have um i've kind of raised my kids they've left or i'm done with this whole process i don't feel happy in my job i'm feel like i've got something here i'm supposed to be doing something but i don't know what it is what's going on and we can look into the chart like we did with you and go ah here we go there that's what the meaning of this soul is looking to do this is what and then you can focus on it and yes, that's support. why I wanted the reading. I wanted
0: to know. Okay, I'm I'm good, but I feel like I want to live up to my full potential. What am I supposed to do? Where am I supposed to go? Yeah, it was great. Yeah, it's and that- really it was really eye opening, and a lot of it made it made total sense once you you told me all these things. It made like you know even why the career I've gone into to start with, why
1: I did that. It all made sense. Hmm. Well, it does. That's when it's done correctly. It's like turning on a light. And the way that I would say, people tend to come to me for two, there's two two ways people get to this information either inspiration or desperation. Now, as it's begun, most people come in desperation. It's, I'm in such a state, I don't really know what this woman's talking about, but somehow or other, I need it. And so I'm just going to do it because I'm so strong out. I just, it's anything, I don't care this, 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 what is it? Like, help me. Okay. That's desperation. But inspiration is really where you came in, which is. Yeah. uh, I need you to inspire me. Everything feels a bit dull. And Yeah, like I feel like I could be doing more. Yeah, and yeah. what's happened post-reading? Do you, do you feel
0: that it's given you that light? Yes, and one thing you said to me in the reading was you're doing great, everything's good. You're in level one, you, mm. but you want to and you can easily go to level two. Mm. And I feel like maybe I've gone to level
1: two now. Yeah, well, you would yeah. If you're yeah. enlightened... And you've got the rule book and you've been given the truth, you're in level two. Yeah,
0: I feel like I feel different from the reading. Like it's exactly what you said. I felt fine, I was I was happy, but I feel so different. I feel so happy and inspired and that you know, yeah, I definitely feel like I'm
1: level two. Good. And that's exactly what gets me up each day is yes. switching these lights on and yeah. in turn switching my own light on because I was also in the dark when all this started. I mean, uh, this every every circle of my own existence, because I don't sit here sort of saying, oh, I'm the Dalai Lama and everything. But I'm not, mind you, that's that I'm making. a difference. <laughs> I'm not sort yes. of sitting here going, my life's perfect. Poor old you I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. I'm at my life through adversity too, yeah. I entered as we talk about at the beginning of this podcast into this world because I was suffering, yeah. and just something inside me just kicked, it was like a horse just bucking, I was like I am not, I cannot, it wasn't even that I refused to do it, I couldn't, I just couldn't do it any longer and that was the first wave That was kind of the first 10-year cycle that took me really up to 40. Um, The next cycle where I kind of collapsed again was at 40. Now, by this point, I had kids and I had a clinic, but... My life went through another sort of, a bit like a sort of a landslide. It just sort of collapsed. It wasn't active because I'm, I'm quite a yin person in nature. So I don't sort of go out there thrusting and disrupting in a really kind of aggressive way. It's not my nature, but it, I imploded there. That's the best way to describe it. I imploded at 40. I just kind of, I imploded in my own creative process and that created a lot of pain, a lot of pain. So phase two for myself of the last 10 years really, creating this brand and developing myself and doing this and meeting people like you and la 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 la. that came out of a second wave of implosion where again I collapsed I was like I'm I'm so unhappy with what I've created again it's made me it's it's been brilliant but it's made me sad and from that I kind of regrew myself I'm like an elm tree so elm trees are super interesting because they kind of they erode I swear I'm a bloody elm tree so from (laughs) the inside out they basically kind of die from the inside out and then a new tree grows out honestly they're Really interesting elm trees. Okay. So that's just as a quick You're definitely an elm tree. I got bloody am honestly. Yeah, you are. In it comes like wave two of of new elm tree. Um and now I've just had my well, funny enough, I've actually just had my 51st birthday, but all my (gasps) Oh yeah, happy birthday. Was it yesterday? was, but thank you. But the third the stupid thing about this is that given that I read dates for a living, which is quite ironic and paradoxical. I'm really bad at timekeeping and dates, which is hilarious. So my 50th birthday came a year ago and I was in an imploding process at that moment in time and I wasn't ready for the decade. I just wasn't ready. It wasn't like I was like lying about my age because I couldn't tell it. I tell everyone I love that I love my age. I'm like, look at me, yeah. fifty one, and look how amazing I am. look at my skin. Look at my skin, um, you know. Because I was like, no, I don't have Botox. Look, I do wash up right. So, but the reality is, I wasn't ready for the decade. I just wasn't ready. My life was going through another. Impl- it was obviously L three was about to burst through. So I ended up having a 50th slash 51st birthday lunch. Everyone was just laughing, going, what's that? And my daughter's going, happy 50th slash 51st birthday, mommy. And I was like, yeah, I'm ready now for yeah. this. I'm ready. I'm ready. Um, Because the third wave of adversity had come through and I was working my way through it to to... For it to come back out so weirdly now I'm ready for the decade and I'm ready now so I celebrated it a year late in fairness yeah. I'm last day of the year to do the party so I clipped it in there at the nick of time and then celebrated the new year the next day um but again what is the underpinning theme of me laughing with you just then is adversity yeah these healing tools out of pain and pain is the greatest healing tool available to the healer healers suffer pain otherwise we are, how you I would be useless If I sat here going, oh, poor old you, my life's perfect. I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, that would be really not helpful because I need to have compassion. I need to have suffered. And all of us do. Anyone listening to this right now, we all suffer and adversity is our teacher. But the trick is to learn what it's telling you and what it's teaching.
0: Absolutely. And I've had some tough times in my life and I look back and I have learned so much from them. So when I had my reading with you, I think I just wanted to know more of what am I meant for? Because I'm, you know, I can do this, what I'm doing, but I I just felt that I wanted to help other people. And I had in my, I think it was a yin water pig in my day chart. And that was kind of my sole purpose. And it was, you're a teacher, you're a wisdom spreader. However you choose to go and do that, that's what you're here on this earth to do. That has been really, that's inspired me to kind of go off and do now, like think about what I want to do. And it, Naturally, does feel like that is what I want to do that feels good to me so that's yeah. kind of one of the big things I got out of it and I think I had a yang water rat as well which I think is like you kind of quite hard working you do like to work you like to be doing things the yang that- water
1: rat is the way I describe that is it's like a crest of a wave about to break that's the it's like that all so I've got yang water rat in my chart and I I mean it's exhausting it feels yeah. That, it's constant creativity, my point. Which is- I think I hadn't been tapping into, properly been- enough. No. Yeah. we've been formulated into the masculine narrative, no offence to any men, it's not about that, it's about Mm -hmm. patriarchy, it's about the world, it's about the process that we've been coming through, and we're living in the most astonishingly wonderful time to be alive right now. It is the best time to be alive, the best, no matter how awful you Mm -hmm. might be feeling right now, it is a damn sight better than it's ever been before, and it's going to change radically. You mark my words, you watch and come back to me in 20 years time oh my god, you were so right, look, here's the record, I know, I told you. Um, And it's going to start (laughs) next year, we've got a wood draft coming in in february that's huge 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 huge, huge. that's about yeah. the soul growing to the light it's like the whole world's gonna wake up so- yeah, i do feel like changes like that's kind
0: of that's kind of what you just said about you're kind of there you're getting there i do feel like i'm on the cusp of that right now and i don't know what's coming next but i feel no, like something is
1: yeah exactly to the feminine narrative and that doesn't mean women only by the way men listen yeah it's not just the energy, brain. isn't it? Yeah, it's left brain, right brain. It's masculine, feminine. It's not about our, it's We are now living in a gender-fluid society. So I don't mean this gender. I don't mean women, yay, men, bad. It's not that at all. This is just fluid. This is about which energy frequency is dominating. And we've come out of a masculine domination. You only need to look at history. That's indeed true. And it's just changing and people are changing that's why all the gender fluidity is coming in and why also why truth is coming in because we're in a water age that came in in 2012 you you can't hide from the truth anymore you watch it you've seen the, there's i'm not going yeah. to, but you know there's a very big example that's just happened just recently um look at boris johnson look at foils look at all sorts of institutions. hollywood you know these institutions break down because you cannot lie you can't lie because everything's in writing. It's like, well, here's a text message. Just say, this is what you actually said. You can't lie about it. It's in writing. Things are documented. Um, things are on social media. You know, if you want to invite someone to a party, not someone else, and then it's all on socials, that other person's going to see it. Whereas in the past, you would get away with it. That doesn't happen anymore. Whereas, yeah, it's so interesting. such a, that's a good way to look at it. You're right. Like things I've, have changed. Yeah. And it's great. And well, it's not great if you want to lie, but it's great if you like the truth. Companies now have to be transparent. Companies can't now hide behind their polluting, toxic, overpaid CEOs, like polluting the world, blah, 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 they're held to account. Now that's still, we're not holding them to account enough, but it's, oh my goodness me, the change is colossal. And that, that change that you're sensing is without question coming in. And trust is the most important commodity of this century. It is the trans, we've come out of an age of fear. And fear, anyone listening to this will know what fear feels like because it's what keeps you in, it keeps you in your, in your line. It keeps you in your guardrails. It keeps you in where you're supposed to be because you're being controlled by someone else that wants you to stay like that because they will, they will amass something from that. And that suits that narrative, which is the social structure that's been in place and got worse and worse pretty much since the Romans until pretty much we were all born. And now it's changing. Truth, truth is the new frequency, truth and wisdom. But above all, sorry, not truth. It is truth. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Trust. Trust. Sorry. Trust. Well, yes, it is true. Sorry. Truth, yes. Wisdom, yes. Trust. Trust is the thing that as global citizens, we have to start tentatively starting to feel what trust is fragile and our trust has been broken. And trust is divine feminine. We trust her. She is trustworthy. We have to trust her. And people that are not trustworthy will not survive. And you are witnessing that right now. They don't want to get cancelled like that. Oh, we don't trust you anymore, right? You have to go. Yeah, I kind of like that though. It's brutal. Trust
0: is important. Yeah. Well, this is really, yeah, this is an interesting way. To, so basically for anyone listening, if you want to find out all this stuff, you can through this kind yeah. of reading. Well, uh, yeah.
1: Well, not just yeah. this kind of reading because I'm not here like Avon calling, go, go. <laughs> but no, but uh, you know, look, this all on the internet I mean, this is not, this is out there. You can Google Z. Yeah, yeah. may not explain it particularly well, but because that's the thing, it's not brilliantly explained at the moment. It's slightly got, you know, it's come from the East. It's not, you know, China has had its own history. You know, we destroyed a lot of our um, kind of indigenous medicine along the way. Well, so China's had a more recent version of that, although they're bringing it back big time. Um, But luckily, uh, their, their historical shift only happened 100 years ago. So give or take, so, so, so just a bit earlier, but basically this time 100 years ago, it started more or less. So the reality is, is that it's only just shifted. In the history of mankind, 100 years ago is not that long. My grandparents were alive 100 years ago. So, and I remember my grandparents. So, you know, things can get found. Otherwise things, I, I kind of call it historical lasagna, that it's there, the information's there, but it's kind of buried under 15 layers. So you've got to really rummage about, uh, which is kind of what I did. I sort of rummaged with this kind of sense of trust and truth. It's like, there's something here, there's something here. I'm a rat. So rats are like, N-n-n-n-n-n-n-n-n-n. yeah, rummaging. <laughs> <laughs> it must be over here then.
0: Yeah, so it's a way to kind of go deeper into yourself and then it's up to you to kind of go off on that path then, isn't it? Yes, and no
1: one's forcing anyone. It's not, as I said, it's not a religion. It's absolutely not a religion. This is free thinking and it's up to you. And if you like it, you like it. And that's, that's, lovely and if you don't like it that's fine that's lovely too it's kind of we're living in a world of diversity truth trust and wisdom right now and above all the information revolution which is what we're living through and information is available and interestingly information has come by the algorithm and interestingly the algorithm was invented by a woman
0: oh yeah that makes a change
1: Lord like, um, Byron's daughter interestingly just as a little side note
0: oh yeah that is interesting um okay cool thank you so one last thing I want to pick up on that you said at the beginning that I've been wanting to ask you you mentioned that you trained as a psychic was that something you were born with how did that like how did you find out about your psychic abilities I find all that
1: super interesting well again it's a big exploding market right now because I think the thing is you will be amazed there are so many people we are psychic yeah I agree it's about tapping into it though
0: but do you think it come it is more natural for obviously for people some people than others well, it,
1: it's called the sixth sense okay yeah so like all senses some people have better vision than others and some people have better powers of speech or smell that's why you will have in France for example you'll have noses with wine and noses with perfume because it's come out of you know um a culture in Italy for example with the t- t- taste with their food culture or um Pleasure in beauty with their with their visual culture. I mean, you know, style, the, you know, I mean, I'm making slight generalizations. I don't want to be accused of being racist here. I'm just looking historically and saying, if you look at style, it, the Italians as a nation historically are extremely good at aesthetics and how things look. So that's the eyes. The French are extremely good at how things smell. That's the nose. You know, other cultures, um, which are extremely good at the ears, which would be music, let's say the Austrians and the Germans, for example. I mean, I'm making slight generalizations here, but it's just to give the sense of that's what I'm trying to say. And so you will find that certain people are better at certain things than others. Certain people have got a really good sense of what looks good. Go on Instagram. Certain people who are really good at style, certain influences, they're just really good at putting outfits. So I can't do that but they can. So other people have got a really good sixth sense. We've all got one, um, but some people are really good. At, some people have a heightened one. I happen to have a heightened one. It's my it's it's my talent. Um, so no, I'm not very good at putting style together. I'm not, I'm all right, but I, it's not really my, I've, I've, to be honest, I've shut it all down on my Instagram. I'm like, oh, I can't keep up with it. It's too, like, I watch Trini, I watched, watched Trini, and she's amazing. Oh God, yeah, but she'd look good in a dishcloth. So I look at her and I think, God, your style is amazing. You seem to have the perfect outfit for every single minute of every single day. I don't seem to have any of that. I seem to have a lot of clothes, but I never seem to have the perfect outfit for anything at all. Even though I've got lots of stuff, it doesn't seem to work for me. But what I do have is a brilliant sixth sense, and I've developed it because. Yeah. Did you, did you, how old were you when you kind of started using it? uh, Well, I mean, I've had a sixth sense my whole life. I've been psychic forever, but developing it to a point of qualification uh, was when I was about, gosh, 20, 30. I was pregnant, so I was about 31.
0: Okay, because I remember in our
1: reading, you said to me at one
0: point you were like, "Oh, hold on a minute, your spirit guides are talking to me," yes. then, and that you, yeah. And I remember you being, being
1: like, "Wow, okay." Yes, that well, it is slightly. It is about like being on the telly when they give you an earpiece and you've got the producer talking in your ear whilst you've got a microphone here and you're talking yeah. to the camera and you've got two things going on um that's why i said the word truth rather than trust because they're in my ear right now kind of saying stuff so it's kind of like i'm listening and speaking and listening to you so it is it and that's just how i do it now everyone's different it's a sixth sense so it's basically connecting into energy source and opening your receptors it's not that they're not there it's that you're not you personally but one is not receptive to it because there's fog in the way and is lack of trust and the trick to it is opening your trust valve to trust that you're knowing that you know and what you know is true and the more you trust it the more you know it the more it happens and the stronger it gets to the point at which try being my kids i mean being the children of a psychic is really annoying because i'm always right <laughs> yeah like do you always know what's going to happen to them
0: Yes. can you be like actually don't go and do that today because you know you would know if something bad
1: was going to happen no not like that because there is no such thing as bad or good when right. you're when you in the when you're in the wholeness that bad and good doesn't exist because that's binary thinking but right. in terms of making decisions and knowing what the right course of action is and what you need to do now that doesn't often mean that I it doesn't mean that I necessarily say therefore you won't go and do it sometimes not sometimes adversity is our greatest teacher. So you're like, go do it. Well, sometimes <laughs> I have to chuck them out the nest and then they're down the phone to me, like, no, 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 you have to be strong because adversity is our greatest teacher, because if we don't go through adversity, then everything becomes difficult. And that is indeed true. It really is, because then then something, the slightest thing becomes difficult. I mean, imagine now. So true, I, actually. Yeah. Imagine if you had to hand wash everything with the old fashioned way that they wash versus stick a load of washing in. Well, sometimes now, sticky load of washing in becomes a bit of a pain. Like, oh god, got below the dishwasher. Oh bloody hell! You know, anything really? R- yeah, really? that's There's a good point. Yeah, loading the dishwasher—that hard is it? Now, I grew up in a family where, you know, we didn't have a dishwasher. We had me, and I was the yeah. human dishwasher, and that was my job as a child to do the dishes every day, rain or shine, no matter what. That was my job because we were a working family, and that's what we did, and that was fine. So now, when I catch myself going. Because it happens all the time in my house, by the way, I'm still seem to be in charge of washing dishes because I seem to be now in charge of loading and i the dishwasher. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm bloody, I've got to load this again. And I'm like, don't moan, Katie, because it's only a dishwasher. It only takes two minutes and you could be washing all the plates by hand like you used to do. So adversity teaches you to appreciate gratitude of what it is that you have, rather than focusing on what you don't have and then feeling sad about that. And it's important. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Gratitude is powerful.
1: Okay, great. Well, this has been, I mean,
0: wise and mind-blowing and all that. But (laughs) just before we end then, I have three questions that I usually ask everyone at the end. So what is one of your favourite quotes?
1: Oh, I'm so bad at these questions. Uh, 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 um, Okay, it's another one of my dad's. My dad doesn't say many. Yes. He doesn't get word in edgeways. But this one, he always says, always do your best because people can never criticise you if you've done your best. Yeah, that's lovely. It's no, true no. as well. Yeah, I love That's that. really good. It's really yeah. good. lets you off the hook on everything while traveling. Yeah, your best <laughs> best is good enough always. Best yeah. Is good enough. And it's a really important quote. So
0: thank you, Dad, for that. Yeah. Yeah, lovely. What would be a book that you'd recommend?
1: Well, mine, obviously. Yeah, obviously yours. <laughs> we'll link that in the show notes. <laughs> okay. But nonetheless, uh, um, non-fiction uh, is obviously Isabella Lende, House of Spirits. I mean, like, that is my all-time favourite book favorite 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 book and if you go non-fiction so I'm now broadening out the question The Healing Light of the Tao by Mantak Chia
0: okay great thank you I'll I'll also link those in the show notes and then finally what is a piece I mean I think I might know what you're going to say here but what is a piece of life advice you'd give your younger
1: self trust the process
0: nice yeah surrender
1: trust let go yeah just just you know you Okay, I I can't impose my spiritual belief on anyone, but if anyone's interested in my personal belief, we are the co-collaborators, okay? Of our own lives, yeah. Is our teacher and And whilst I sound unsympathetic and I'm working with a brilliant lotus lady within the group who is doing an amazing book about extreme adversity, because I know that there are going to be people going, but what about da-da-da-da-da, so she's worked in that field, so she's actually specifically writing a book about just that. But if you work for the rest of the sort of the 90% majority yep. of people who have t- tolerable adversity, which is awful, but, but tolerable, I would say, then it, it it is our greatest teacher. And therefore we have much to learn. And it is the enlightening process and that process of, and that's what the saints and the, and the gurus and the, the prophets would teach us. They showed us how to maintain our higher selves despite and because of everything not because we weren't there but because it was happening and we could still maintain our highest self if you can maintain your higher self when everything is horrendous you've evolved you've done it cracked the code and that's probably to leave it on because it's true now ignore me if you don't believe it and go no i disagree that's absolutely fine but i'm giving you my truth okay and that's the thing that if we can go out in in good thoughts good deeds good words no matter what you've navigated life. Love that. I think that's a great way to end. Yeah, it is actually, thank
0: Cool, you. well, thank you so much. I've loved talking to you today. Oh God bless, thank you so much. It's been
1: such a pleasure and thank you so much.
0: All right, thank you Katie. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Wholeness with Hannah. I hope you found it insightful and uplifting and my one wish is that it's left you a little more equipped than it found you. Shout out to my amazing guests and my wonderful producer, Mariana. If you could subscribe, rate and review, I'd love you forever because it really helps the podcast. Or share with a friend if you think it will help them. You can also follow the pod on Insta at Wholeness with Hannah.
1: Thanks and see you next episode.